is. Well, if anyone knows what reality is. This guy, oh, I'm, I didn't think I didn't think my shorts had been shot. I'm wearing yeah, shorts today, nice. which is very hot. Yeah. You know, we're Hello. getting towards summer. Hello, my name is Mike. This is on the mic, and this is Shaka Shano. Hey. He, he's got to be one of the world's greatest wedding celebrants. Oh. He's got a reality is podcast, and he was on a reality TV show. Um, yeah. um I don't know. the guy that does the voiceover is really good. He does all the he, good voices. He is amazing. He I, I got, do love that guy. He, I follow him on Instagram. He, I do too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, funny the things he does. <laughs> you see his little puppy? He's banging yeah, that toy every night. Oh, <clears throat> sorry. I digress. Yes. Shuck Shano, welcome to the show. Thank good you to very see much. you. How are you, man? Very, very good. How Thanks are you enjoying celebrity life? Um, it's a bit slow at the moment. Obviously, oh. COVID. I went out oh, of. You, um, mean, you guys got so ripped off. I know, right? Yeah, you, usually you, you would you'd have the full series, I know. and then and then you'd have the big after party, the big brother, high and people. You'd be out for days. All the yeah. bars would be letting you in. You get your yeah. bar tabs. Yeah. Girls throwing themselves at you. Not that that would happen because you're married and you have a beautiful wife. I'm yes, sure. of course. But dude, yeah. <laughs> not even the. Appearances that you get paid. To. No, nothing. Like I remember, like back in the uh, early two thousands, when Big Brother was at its, at its peak back in that day, it, it, like people were, were charging up to twenty grand to show up, wow. just to do a nightclub appearance for an hour, wow. sign some autographs, drink some tequila, and piss off. Yes, I missed all of that. I didn't get any of that. No, well, not even a I'm, shot of tequila. I, I'm sure that the uh, we can arrange that. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the reality is podcast uh, with Liz Cantor. Yes. Surfing Liz, yeah, the Lotto Liz. Weather, weather Girl. Yeah. But she's more than that. She's not just a Lotto Weather Girl. I mean, she's yeah. a journalist. I've seen her on uh, Creek to Coast and Great Southeast or what are those kind of travel yeah, shows. I think I just heaps. mentioned seven and nine, and she's only seven. Yeah. Or is she nine? Seven. Seven, yes. yes. I should channel know because I work for Channel 7. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Liz. Yeah, Liz, Liz and I hosted a, a show together on Channel 7 called. Um, the Australia's biggest barbecue or oh, something right. like that yeah. barbecue show. Was I think it went for like two episodes. Yeah, right. So it was a quality show. <laughs> yeah, they go, oh, the ratings are a bit ramped. I don't know if that's what it was. I think it was like a brand funded thing. And there's, there's, there's so many of those things that, that come and go over the years. But yeah, lovely. She's an awesome surfer too. Yes, she is. Better She's than pretty, me. Pretty handy in the water, old Liz. She, I actually uh, married her in the water and in Bali. So I uh, did two ceremonies for Liz, a surfing ceremony and a Bali ceremony. Do you do a, a surfing ceremony yes, where people get married in, in the, the surf? surf. Yeah. What about if they get divorced? Do you have a wipeout ceremony? Yeah, just push them in <laughs> over the rocks. <laughs> so what's what's involved in a in a uh, surfing ceremony? So what do we you just do? get them out there on their boards and sit there, and we just paddle around. I do the ceremony out there with a couple of mates, and then we just yeah do it all out there. They kiss, and then we catch some waves in together. It's pretty cool. That's nice. Yeah. And like, how many people do they have? They have like all, all of the uh, bridal party there as yeah, well? Yeah, everyone. Or? So Liz had about 10 out in the water for hers. It was good. And um, Do we have yeah. all the grandparents on a lilo or something like that? <laughs> Most or? people stay on the beach. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. A lot of people just watch from the beach. Yeah, have you ever seen any sharks or anything no, like that? No, yeah. luckily enough, we uh, we avoided all that. But there has been a few lately. There's been a few down my way lately. Yeah, I'd be worried about that. I know. Out there getting married and then dun dun. Well, dun, 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 it'd be all right if you didn't really want to get married. If it was one of those pre-arranged and, and marriages, after they after they say I do, do they they catch a wave and they yeah, and they, and they they are they on the same surfboard or separate boards? Uh, separate boards. So yeah. Liz and Ryan were on uh, a wave. We actually got a photo. So Liz and Ryan were on a wave, and I was on the outside yeah. of the wave with them. So it was really cool. Oh wow! We're on the same wave, catching it in. Good on you, Liz. I you're did ceremony in my mouth. Yeah, <laughs> laminated ceremony in my mouth. Uh, and and um, you're an avid surfer. Yes, I do like the water. I haven't been out for a couple of weeks actually because no. I pulled a hammy playing Oztag. Oh. 
So that's uh, I hope so many people get injuries from Oztag. Oztag, I broke my collarbone playing Oztag as well. How do you break your collarbone? It's not tackle. It's Mate, I know, but I, this it's guy, tag. This Did someone was tag the you really fastest hard? Fastest kid in the world. He was like, I was. He was the road runner. He was the fastest kid of all time. He was Usain Bolt, and I was just flogging down. I went to oh, dive. You dived and tried to tag yeah, his foot. Yeah, and I missed. Do, don't you have to get like tag like a Velcro thing on yeah, his shirt on his, or something on his pants? Yeah, so, yeah, so I missed that totally. He was gone. He <laughs> just was go the whole pants and tackle. He was really and truly over the sideline by the time I like I'm scoring the try before I even landed I think and then um, yeah bang. have you done you've done a surfing wedding you've done a footy wedding footy wedding no footy no. weddings no. I've done a stand up paddleboard wedding I've done um, you could do a footy boss. wedding though you like I'm... scrum it down bridal party <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you play the ball and it's it's the register they have to sign sign the ball instead of a register I, I don't know who's going to tackle what's, who, what's the weirdest wedding you've done the weirdest wedding I've done heaps of strange weddings I've dressed up as a monk for one wedding like a medieval one. What? Uh, yeah, it was strange. Did and you have to read some swords. occult shit? And they had blood vials around their necks. No. I shit you what? not. Why? Because they were just into medieval and that sort of vibe, you know what I mean? That's um, freaky, man. I've done Elvis. I've dressed up as Elvis and sung a couple down for an elopement. And um, that was pretty fun, actually. They had like a whole Vegas theme going on in their backyard. That was, uh, yeah, it was really cool. That's fun. You yeah, ever married cool. any animals? Yes, two llamas. No, you didn't. Dead set. Check my Instagram. <laughs> Check my Instagram. It's on there somewhere. Shane Vincent Celebrant. Me marrying two llamas down at uh, O'Reilly's Vineyard. How do you know the two llamas actually like each other? Well, I don't know whether they really did, to tell you the truth. I think it was they a pre-arranged marriage. <laughs> you may now spit on the bride. Yeah, they were. They were a bit spitty. Like the, the male kept running around, but they kept circling me as well. So it was very hard to maintain the... Uh, the um, them two getting it on. Speaking of spitting on the bride, do you know some countries <laughs> they actually do that? Yeah, well, not in this one. I think I think it's a it's a ancient Greek tradition to spit on the bride. Uh, really? They do. A, yeah. Straight straight on them. I know it was smashing plates. I, I don't think it's an actual like. There you go. I, I think it's like a. That's hey, awesome. it's what I, I'm married to a Greek girl, and I've, I've she spit on your face. I've, I've heard that. No, but we were we were supposed to. Well, if I had a few drinks, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying that I'm into it all the time. I mean, sometimes if she wants me to do it, <laughs> I, I'll do it. <laughs> Wait a minute, what am I talking about? <laughs> Mate, this has gone down a track that I'm not too familiar with. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's not something that I, uh, I, would, I would be a fan of. But some people into that, in, yeah. into the spitting on each other. Spitting, there's some weird, there's some weird stuff, especially during COVID, things have come out. A lot of time, too much time at a, home. A little bit of a smack on the bot bots, all right? Yeah, that's a little tap tap. But it does, can the girl smack the guy on the bum? Yeah, I get smacked on the bum at home still on occasion. If I'm... Yeah, but that's because you're naughty. Yeah, I know. But, I but like, I mean, I don't, I don't really like being smacked myself because maybe I'm giving away a little bit too much yeah, here. I, but just, I think just you're really just, just, just a, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I was smacked very hard. Oh, really? Like spanked, not smacked. Like, There's like, a I'm like, what? What are you doing? Yeah, right. She's like, well, you do it to me. I'm like, yeah, but it's a gentle, friendly tap. It's, it's not just a big. Because, right. like, she's just gone boom. And I'm like, Was there a red hand mark on your yes. buttocks? Oh, wow. It's probably still there now. <laughs> Bruised. It's come through. Man. Oh. Anyway, uh, we've gone off track here. We were talking about weddings. Yes, we were. Uh, which, which I, I would like to focus on for a while. And then I yes. want to talk about the Reality Is podcast yes. and, and, and your experience 
on uh, the greatest reality TV show known to man. Absolutely. I'd love to get into that. <laughs> big Broski. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, look, there's my big brother posting. Yeah, I was just looking at that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, you say, how long have you been a wedding celebrant for? So, and what made you decide to do that? So seven years. Um, I went to a few weddings with my wife during the, my late 20s. And um, yeah, the celebrants weren't great. They were forgetting people's names during oh. the ceremonies and you stuff You thought like there's that. an opportunity here. I did. I did. I looked at that and my wife goes, you could do that if you wanted to. And I said, yeah. So I pretty much looked into it straight away after a wedding and then did the did the course and then away I went. So what, what were you doing at the time? I'm um, flight attendant. I was flying for Virgin. Oh, yes. That's yes. so right. I was a flight attendant. Yeah. So I'm, well, I used to work at Crazies with Bree and Dave Eastgate also. Ah, uh, okay. Crazies is a comedy restaurant yeah, in, right. in Brisbane where they do yeah. all this uh, crazy stuff while you're having dinner. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, that was fun. And yeah. uh, Troy and Zara Swindles. Yeah, gross. gross. Yeah. Um, they were pretty cool dudes. Whatever yeah. happened to those those crazy I comedians? They... I saw Dave Eastgate, who's a very funny guy. I think he got a, a main role in uh, Magic Mike and yeah, uh, he's been in a few other stage plays. And I think he even got nominated for like best new actor because he had a, had a spot in um, a show on House Husbands. Yes, uh, that's House right. Husbands on that's Channel right, Nine. Yeah. A little part in there, which so proud of him. He was like yeah. um, a great comedian, and then yeah. uh, it was writing stuff for me on Big Brother many and, years ago. A musician. Did and you know he was he was my writer on? I didn't know he was uh, a writer. I knew he does a lot of warm up and yeah. stuff like that for the well, voice I, and stuff. Like I, that I used as well. to do the warm up on Big Brother back yeah. when when the show started. And um and then I was hosting Big Brother Up Late and Friday Night Live and yeah. all this other stuff and I'm like I, I can't do the crowd warm up as well as host a show so I ch I taught him how to do it yeah right and and then he just got all the work he's doing uh you know like all all the big shows like uh, Australian Idol yeah. and uh, you know all, the all voice those big things that need the voice yeah. Doing, yeah I yeah. saw him on Sunday I did that I got fired for the voice did you? I, I did that for a couple of episodes it was, yeah right uh, because what happened was um Channel Nine brought all of the hoity-toity carpet-strolling wankers <laughs> to sit in the front two rows. And I'm trying to get the crowd pumped and the crowd behind us standing up. Yeah. And I've got the, the director and the executive producers of Shine Endemol screaming yeah. at me, who the fuck's this crowd warm-up guy? He's not a, <laughs> the, why, why the fuck aren't the people standing up in the front row? They didn't realise they had the talk back on. Yeah. And I'm like, I go up to the people in front line and say, please, guys, I need you to actually stand up yeah. when... When when the judges stand up and 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 you know there's a sixteen year old kid that's yeah. doing something that's making everyone cry and 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 literally this guy goes mate don't fucking tell me what to do I've <laughs> I've just spent hundred and eighty grand on this fucking show and I'm like are you f okay all right no worries man uh, you, you fucking do whatever you like yeah. and 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 the fucking Channel Nine sales go don't fucking speak to my client like that. Oh. <laughs> Well, wow. you want, you know, and, and I went to the voice in, in the States yeah. as a part of my research. Yeah, of course. No, I had some friends who work in reality TV yeah. over there and they, um, and they, uh, and they sat me in, uh, about four or five rows from the back. Yeah. And I thought it'd be really interesting to see what happens with the crowd here because uh, like the first four rows, people on their phones, no one was talking. I thought that's really weird. These people don't look like they're into it at all. Yeah. As soon as the, the show started, they're like... Oh, they right. jump and they scream. They were all paid. Oh, right. They were paying the first four rows. Yeah, right. Because so, everyone behind, they have to stand up then because they can't <laughs> yeah. see the show. Yeah, right. What? And and that, and that that was making me think. Well, fuck! I got the sharp end of the stick on that. <laughs> on that on that deal. But anyway, um, yeah. So uh, back to wedding celebrations. <laughs> we're talking about you, and somehow I, I tended to make it about me. Sometimes well, I don't mind, like, like because it's interesting this, that we know similar people. We're, we're sort of uh, like degrees of separation a little bit yeah, with people yeah. we know. Um, yeah, so, uh, and then you, you all of a sudden, yeah. you're wedding celebrant, were you nervous for your first wedding? Yes, I actually, luckily it was a mate of mine, so I wasn't entirely nervous, but now I feel as though I get more nervous in front of family and friends when mm. I do it, as opposed to strangers, like maybe yourself, like I get real nervous when I'm 
performing in front of like you know you know people you know because you know they can just give you shit later on about how shit you were but when you strangers you never see them again so it's okay mm. so um yeah i did um friends and it went down all right and then from then it just i ended up doing a wedding expo and i booked like 30 weddings in a day and then it just sort of yeah, yeah. i saw you down at the gold coast wedding expo the yeah. other day yeah. you were with apollo the magician or apollo, something like that yeah, yeah did you have a cardboard cut out of yourself yes i do because <laughs> sometimes i can't be at the same expo at the same time is so i just put that there or, and go off to or, another or is that people can't afford the fee for your wedding celebrity yeah, like you give them a recording <laughs> and give them the cardboard cut out they're yeah. like really we're yeah, going yeah, to get yeah. today so they walk past and the red eyes just shine, the mouth starts to move. Budget celebrant. Yeah, very cheap. Have you ever had anything go wrong at a wedding? Um, I've had a bride not turn up for like an hour and a half and we had no phone reception. So the groom was pretty distressed because we had no idea whether she just done a runner or something happened to her or something like that. So Or just wasn't interested. Yeah, I've had a mother baby. yeah, baby, maybe just pissed off. Oh. Um, I've had a mother in law just scream her head off at every vendor me, um, telling us it was pissing down rain outside, like the musician telling the musician the musician that I'll get this going. The mu musician, musician to get yeah. the musician to get outside and play guitar in the rain and me to stand out in the rain because the daughter wanted to get married outside regardless of the weather. And I'm like, well, no, I'm not putting my PA, out, PA outside. And the muso's like, I'm not taking my guitar out. So I get warped in the rain. And People so, freak out because there's like so much pressure. I know. Turn in, have you met any bridezillas? Yeah, a couple. I've had a couple Ooh. down the line. Yeah, yeah. It's the, their one day to shine. It means so much. I know. And I, we, I understand that and I get it, you know. And um, I understand that. Look, because it is a lot, a big preparation for like a, you know, a one day event. You're like, um, you know, people plan their weddings for lifetimes and years ahead and then to get all, everything perfect and whether it's going to be like rain or hail or floods or something that's going to ruin it. Sometimes that just happens and you've got to be prepared for that. So yeah, have you ever uh, got up there and gone, Oh shit, I've forgotten their names. Oh, it's all written <laughs> out. It's all written out. And... I'm pretty good. I write everything down. Every, all my ceremonies are on an iPad these days, which is nice. But when I first started, it used to be the old, uh, the old full scap page opener and the wind would just blow your ceremony away. You'd oh. be like, fuck, I love I'll just start. I'll just wing it. So, can you guys put name tags on? Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I can speak underwater, so that's all right. Let's keep. And, and so the bride or groom has never not showed up, or has anyone ever stood up in the audience and said, "Hey, I I protest." We know when you say, "If anyone here would like Sometimes, to say something, speak now, or forever hold your peace." Yeah, I don't say that yeah. for that reason because I don't want anyone to. Say I mean, that makes it exciting because you've always but, got someone. You know, a gay guy might go, "I'll stop." He's yeah. he's supposed to be with me. He was with me last night. Um, I've had um, a mother actually just when I've asked the parents for their blessing at the start a mother not give it and then I sort of just glazed over that and just kept going okay moving on yeah yeah pretty much I mean there's nothing you can do and it's kind of I was like I'm under the impression that if you I'm just going to go there to ruin this day of your your son or your daughter or whatever and you don't give their blessing just don't go just don't turn up go to the pub go 
go somewhere else on that day. Some people are just grumpy. Yeah, I know. Grumpy. Do you ever get so caught up in it where you get a bit teary, or is that, I is, have. that is that do people have to pay extra for that? Yeah, the tears, tears, <laughs> the golden tears run down. If Sometimes. you'd like me to cry, cry. halfway through the ceremony, yes. Hugh Jackman, Boy from Oz style, yes. towards the end, uh, then that's an extra eighty dollars. Yes, per tear. <laughs> <laughs> um, that never happened. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, sometimes there are touching moments because they resonate with things that have happened in your life personally. Mm. Like uh, my mother died before I got married, three months before I got married, so she didn't get to go to my wedding and stuff like that. Mm. So when people like that similar story happens and they um, are doing a tribute to their parents or what have you, um, sometimes that hits home, yeah, because you can't, I'm not made of stone, so, Mm. you know, when you hear stuff like that, you do tend to uh, well up and sometimes I'll do a funeral. I've done a funeral, a couple of funerals. Oh, right, And uh, unfortunately, I did a, a, a couple I married a couple at the start of the year and then they had a baby and it, it, it died yeah. like two two weeks later or something and they had a funeral for it and asked me to do it. Oh, and tough was, gig. Tough gig. That was tough. Like small coffin, um, father, oh, re- father reading uh, um, a Did letter. you know them or did yes. they just look you up? And, no, no, oh, I knew them. So. It'd be so hard for oh, anyone was, to get up. They need someone that can terribly difficult. get up and talk. How do you sort of yeah. disconnect to be able to speak? Just... When, you do. I, I, the only moment that really got me, like, because I was just like disconnected. But the only moment the 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 father wrote uh, a letter to his unborn son or his dying son, he's, and it was just this really heartfelt sort of emotive letter. And I was like, it was outside over the Point Danger, you know, up down the coast there, overlooking the ocean. And I was like looking up at the sky, just trying not to listen and cry. And I was welling up, and it took me a, took a moment to swallow the big box that was in my throat to get it back down so I could speak again. So it makes you question our existence on the planet sometimes. It does. When, it does. When, and, and when, you know, obviously, we all know stuff like that happens, but when you actually see it happen, you yep. go, well, how, why do I get to live this amazing life exactly. where I've, I've lived to age 40? Yeah. And, 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 and like a little baby, it doesn't... Yeah, doesn't even get a shot, doesn't even get a roll of dice, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So that's when people always say, because my mother died quite young as well at 54, and they go, oh, sorry to hear that, yeah. man. Yeah, no, mate. You know, life's life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You, I got a shot, and I said, mate, I was lucky. You know, I get to spend thirty years with this woman. You know, and so I was yeah. at two people like glasses half full for me, mm-hmm. not for You're half. Close empty, to your so. mom? Yeah, I'm a mummy's boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Are your dad still around? Yeah, dad's still around. He's still kicking um, down sort of uh, Cornubia area. He's uh, he's uh, yeah, a bit hard during COVID because I couldn't mm-hmm. come come past Ormo because I was in the bubble at oh, Tweed Heads yeah, so yeah. I didn't really see him that I'll see you on the New South Wales side of the yeah, border yeah I was Tweed Heads oh that's right because we wanted to do this for a long yeah. time you haven't been able to go across the border yeah I couldn't come up now what do you think of her keeping the borders shut for so long yeah and when I, I say know, her I mean Anastasia Palaszczuk yeah and I, I don't know where to go with this political statement mm. um, um, I guess you know it depends which side of the border you're on for me personally uh, it kind of disrupted the way I do business because with regards to weddings being booked north of Ormo. So mm. I had to cancel. Well, yeah, I had to give away six weddings during that, that period. So, mm. which is a bit different. I normally do some sort of MC gig every single week. Yeah. I'd be hosting some random event somewhere. And yeah. I'm, it was all gone. I yeah. couldn't fly anywhere in Australia. Yeah. I, I, I think that it was better to just say, okay, look, anyone who's from Parramatta, there's been an outbreak there. Yeah. Yeah, you have to stay at home yep, or you're not down. allowed to travel outside the bubble. Why, yeah. why spread it out to areas of the state where they haven't even had an outbreak? We didn't have one, not one case at Tweed Heads Hospital, not one. 
So, it just doesn't make sense. And, you know, and like, it, it's so political. Yeah. It's like it's a, a Labor government in Queensland and it's a, a Liberal government in New South Wales. Yeah. And, and the backwards and forwards stouching on the news, but, you know, saying things at press conferences and bagging and slagging each other, yeah, obviously, because exactly. there is an election coming up. And yeah. the amount of people I speak to that are just so pissed off that the, this whole border thing has been made political i mean there's a lot of lot of other people who support it and go great yeah keep the borders closed for longer <laughs> I was some late, old lady down the shops the other day he goes i don't want any of those dirty mexicans coming up into queensland <laughs> i can't wait for the state of origin to kick their asses you know it's like <laughs> come on Listen, i'm little... here to buy bread lady <laughs> just give me my <laughs> life of bread i don't even know you <laughs> yeah um like it has, it's disrupted a lot of lives, and I just didn't understand the the difference between a, a construction worker going to Brisbane to do construction work and me going mm. to a venue to do my job. I had mm. no contact with anyone, yeah. And then leaving to a venue, I'm only there for an hour. And you must feel ripped off when uh, your industry suffers, oh, and yeah. it's it's okay for you know football players who are up here hanging out at Sanctuary Cove on the Gold Coast surfing Instagram for chicks, yeah. And movie stars can fly in and, and make movies because <laughs> yeah. Anastasia Palaszczuk can get a public city photo with her yeah uh and, and then all of a sudden someone who's you know just making a living for yeah. his family yeah can't do his job yeah it makes it tough man yeah, yeah i'll it watch that like we we're all complaining about the afl stars because a lot of them are on the coast you yeah. know you know they're saying they've, they've actually shut down uh raw pines for all the teams to play there because it's right near mm. metricon stadium mm. and um you know and a couple of them are getting busted mm. at strip clubs on the piss you know what i mean like in, in getting into fights you know, it's just a great like a... big farce. Yeah, it is. It is an absolute wank that yeah. the Premier has decided it's okay for sports stars, yeah. especially feral ones. Like they're getting busted at Hollywood strip yeah. club and getting <laughs> yeah. punch-ups in the street. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Like, and, and, and your people who, who are here to vote for you yeah. aren't allowed to go about their lives and do their jobs. Yeah. This is just a joke. Anyway, this has become a very political yeah. Listen, it's a political show, story, isn't it? Oh, all of a sudden, yeah. Oh, okay, we better we better cut that bit yeah. out. Are we, are we allowed? Are we allowed to say? Uh, are we are we playing COVID ads at the moment? Because <laughs> if Anastasia is. sees sees that, then we won't get any of that yeah. COVID money. That's yeah. why seven, nine, and ten, and all the media they they're not they're not being hard on her because yeah. like advertisers are a few and far between at the moment. Yeah. But that sweet, sweet political cash with yeah. the election coming up, the COVID-19 ads, yep. you know, co social distance, they're spending millions of dollars on yeah. all of the TV networks. And, and if, if you say one thing bad about Anastasia, should go roll. Channel 9 said that in the news today. Well, okay. Well, um, I guess we uh, we don't need to spend that $2 million on Boycott. ads next week. <laughs> Bang. Give it to Channel 10. Guarantee you that shit is going yeah, on. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's politics, isn't it? Backhanded mm. handouts going. Would you ever be a politician? Side. I reckon I'd be a great politician. You'd be a very, very positive one. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think you'd be slagging people off. I think yeah. you, you would actually step up with good ideas. Yeah. but then, And they'd be uh, fun ones too. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't close the border for as long as it has been anyway. So the old lady that you spoke to would, wouldn't vote for me, obviously, because the borders would have been open like five months ago. I mean, I, and I think a, a lot of the people who are susceptible to coronavirus should have just mm. had to stay home. Yeah. I, I, you walk down the street now in, in Balimba and, or, you know, say... Four months ago, when you're actually allowed to go to the shops, you yeah. can see people in their 80s, 90s walking yeah, along. Like, dude, you should be at home. Yeah. <laughs> you should be getting a Deliveroo I, because 
and, and they're the ones that, that should be getting fined for going out because you're too old <laughs> and, you, and you don't look well or you're susceptible to this kind of stuff. Anyway, we've got far too political yeah, for this we program. We, we were just here to talk about it being Marriage a, a wedding celebrant, <laughs> re- reality shows. Uh, tell us about your new show with Liz Cantor, the yeah. Reality Is podcast. Yeah, Reality Is podcast. It's really good. It's a concept that Liz and I sort of came up with with um, speaking to reality personalities, mm-hmm. I guess. And finding out what their journey was to get them to the point of being on the show, um, their audition process, you know, what they ate, um, what they wore, you know, all that sort of Who stuff. Who have you spoken like, to? Uh, we spoke to Chad from Big Brother 2020. The Chad. Uh, we spoke to Luke from Survivor, um, also Luke Kennedy from The Voice, um, Apollo's coming on next week. Oh, cool. Um, Liz Jelly that was just on um, Farmer Wants a Wife. Mm-hmm. Um, Abby Chatfield mm. from Brizzo. She's uh, was from The Bachelor oh, and cool. The Bachelor in Paradise as well. Nice. So, can I, can I just? I know we've been a bit serious politically, but yeah. can I can I just ask you a serious question? Yeah. There's a Big Brother housemate that I'm really worried about at the moment. One of my, yeah. from my crew. Yeah, from your crew. <laughs> I have messaged him during um, this time. Um, he's um, he's from Victoria, so he's, he's been going in, mad. He's been in lockdown for a long time, and um, I tell you what, he's still got a good rig. Oh, Dan, and yeah, hey, Dan, he's got a good rig. <laughs> he looks a bit excited. I think if you know what I mean. That 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 drop there. I thought some package was going to fall out the oh, side just... at some stage. Um, yes, it's not cold, is it? It's not cold. You, not where he's living. He must put, have the heat put it on. on the barbecue for a minute. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he would. You know. He's, uh, uh, yeah. I, I hope you're okay, Dan. Dan. Thoughts we, and prayers. We do. We do miss you, mate. Um, good dancing. You and Ange should go on Dancing with the Stars together. <laughs> After following him on Instagram, yep. I think that there's a lot of his personality we didn't see on the show. So much. And, and, and I think it, it, if we had like a Big Brother up late... That show was awesome. Yeah. Then we would have seen things that he did. I think we would have seen yeah. a lot more of the uh, the sense of humor that you had as well. Yeah. And and I mean, obviously, it's it's housemates voting each other out to the yeah. to the very end. But you know, Australia might have just sort of tipped it across the line. Yeah, I think um, that shows. I guess the the way the show was run this year was definitely different. And um, I reckon the old sort of uh, the old way. I think when Australia has a voice and an opinion. Um, they're not just thrust three people at the end of the show and go, vote. There you go. You got these three out of the 20 that you watched on yeah. telly, you know what I mean? Which is like- I, I had no idea what was going on mm. because the only information I had about Big Brother was the fact that I had Sonia Kruger's phone number <laughs> and a TV. Yeah, right. Uh, no, they didn't tell me anything. Yeah, and right. I was just conspiracy theorying left, right and center as to what was going to happen at the end. And I thought they were going to bring you all back and say, just text the name of the person you think should win. They're all on stage. Yeah, that would have been... Uh, I was. I, um, <laughs> I actually... We've got a group chat going on and when everyone was out of the house, I actually made that up and put it on the group chat oh, going yeah. guys I've just heard this massive rumour <laughs> that um, they're just going to get it's not going to be top three or anything we're just going to get all on the stage and just going to throw your name up with a number and they're going to vote right there 
and I was and all the boys out like Chad and Dan and everyone that's in the top three gun. They can't do that. We got down <laughs> last year. I was like, yeah, mate, I'm just hurt. I'm just hurt. Just that's what I heard. Oh, and we all know how how Dan acts when uh, he realizes <laughs> that the rug's been pulled out from under him. I just try to throw a spanner out there and see. How's those see. last couple of episodes? Yeah, where, where they say, oh, guess who's coming back into the house? Yeah. Guess who's got another chance? They yeah. really, yeah. they 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 stuck it to those guys a lot towards the end, didn't they? Yeah, there was trying times for the boys towards the end. Like, I mean, Chad was always sort of level headed and he knew what was, what was going on but the boys like i know i know dan and matt were just seeing red when shit like that was going on because they were just like they'll off it you know they were just sort they'll because they could see the end the end they could see their goal they, they had a, they, at one point they had like a one in four chance of winning the money you know and they had dan matt soph and chad or sarah and chad or something towards the end and then uh yeah sorry sophie then sophie came back in and threw another spar in the works and then yeah that was just like off it I heard I, I wasn't there, but I heard rumors that that was like, like yeah, I'm leaving, packing the bags, I'm out, sort of thing. Do you know what? Uh, I'm probably giving this away, and I, I don't know if I should say this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. <laughs> um, Sonia Kruger told me, sorry, Sonia, that her dressing room was around the back of the house, yeah, and, and just after the shows, yeah. she would walk around back to her dressing room, and she could hear Matt and Dan like slagging her off in the backyard, <laughs> saying, oh what. She asked me that for question four. I can't believe that. What a little crap question. <laughs> and she's like, hmm, can mm. they hear me here? <laughs> I wonder. We used to sit at the backyard and go, because she always used to go to Dan a lot for mm. questions, like yeah. and on every eviction. like, And we'd, just, we'd go, it's your night again, Dan. I reckon we'll just count how many questions he's going to ask you. Like, I reckon she goes eight questions to you. And then he's like, you'll get four. So we're just having bets on how many questions she'd ask. So Dan usually won because she was the... He was a go-to man. Did you get to have a, have a talk to Sonia? I didn't meet her. She was the only reason why I got to be part of this series. Yeah, right. Because she's like, hey, Mikey, um, I heard that they might be doing something on 7news.com.au. <laughs> Do you want to do it? And I'm like, yes. So, that uh, was great. The Big Bro Show was awesome. Got to have I a loved lot of fun it. On yeah, you had one of the uh, the highest views on, yeah, was, uh, on on your little interview. Yeah, thank well, you. you know, thank you. Oh, you know, shucks. You know, that's nice nice of you to say. But uh, Sonia's uh, very excited right now because, uh, I mean, she obviously left Channel 9. To go to 7. To, to come to Channel 7. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, she's... Um, the, the, she, she missed the voice. She yeah. was spewing about losing the voice when she went to Channel 7. And then all of a sudden, oh, it's back at 7. Is it going to be too much Sonia Kruger for Channel 7? Never. So, you can I love never your get legs. enough Sonia Kruger. Sonia, where are you? I love your I want legs. A breakfast, Beautiful legs. Lunch and and I love you. Oh, that sounds really bad. I, <laughs> I mean, I, awesome. I want it on the TV all the time. <laughs> I was just thinking because you got Sonia doing Big Bro yeah. again, and then straight after that, obviously, The Voice for Channel yeah. 7 next year. Is it going to be yeah. just Sonia Kruger 7 next year? Or, well, that, all the way? You know, she's in Brisbane at the moment. Oh, right. Working on Holly Molly. Oh, right. The, the Pup Pup Golf Show. Yes. Which right. was created by a Big Brother housemate. That's it. Where's Denning? Yeah. No way. Where's, where's Denning? And he's teamed up with Chris Colviner, I think his name is. From uh, a, a uh, production company called Eureka. Yeah, right. And uh, Wes was uh, in Breezy and Fitzy's year, which yeah, I yeah, think yeah, is I series remember. three or four. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and and he uh, got on uh, Totally Wild. Yeah. Because he he wanted to do some presenting, and I introduced him to the lady who was in charge of children's entertainment at yeah. Channel Ten, and yeah. all of a sudden he got that show, and then he he uh, got a couple of the cameramen to shoot. Um, uh, a couple of his DJ mates called yeah. the Stafford Brothers. Oh, no, the Stafford and Brothers. And they, they put a show on uh, Channel V and then yeah. it got sold around the world to MTV. And he yeah. thought, there might be something in this TV making. Yes. And the little bastard, because I've been trying to get a show up <laughs> my whole life. This is the only show that I can get up from my garage. Uh, but, uh, he uh, he was it just smashed it in LA, yeah. making a whole stack of different shows. 
and uh, he's he's won awards, Emmy awards. He's got a couple of different series on Netflix. I think there's a dating show on Netflix, and and it's obviously um, Holy Moly, which yeah. is like a prime time show. That second series in the US. So it's a putting show. Is it's, that they, right? they have basically built this huge. It's a knockout Friday night game style putt putt golf course. So Actually, you know what? He was he was on. Um, Big Brother, and so maybe he saw Friday Night Games that Brie Fitzy and Mike were hosting, yeah, right. and thought, you know, maybe I could turn this into a putt putt golf. Because thing. you know what, people miss it's a knockout. Mm. I used to watch it as a kid, and I used to love it. I thought it was the best show on television. That's one thing I think the Big Brother needs back next year. Yeah. Uh, if, if it's got me hosting it, obviously that would be absolutely splendid. Or me helping Mike. <laughs> oh, why not? Yeah, get, get a get a couple of housemates. get an old housemate back and an old old host. <laughs> yeah, and I'll, I'll I'll jump on there. Yeah, I oh, mean it was such a fun show to do, and yeah. I, I think. The reason why it would do so well in in this current TV climate is because it's live, yeah. and that what rates the highest on TV is sport because yeah. it's live and people yeah. don't know what's going to happen. And TV is so scripted and well prepared. And if you've got a show like Friday Night Games where you know someone could get voted out of the house if if they can't balance a ball on their nose or they can't put a ball in a hole or you know they they can't walk along a plank while juggling, then yeah. that, and, and it's, it's anything exciting. can happen. Someone could fall yeah. over, and, and we've had people vomit on the show. Yeah. And, have people ride through a glass window? <laughs> all sorts of horrible <laughs> things went wrong. Our and budget wasn't great for our games. Not all of them, anyway. Some of them yeah. were. Some of them were good. But they were some very survivory. Yeah. I mean, that obviously stuck in a box all, for six hours wasn't great. Yeah. And, I mean, all of the uh, the producers behind the scenes yeah. uh, came from Survivor. Yeah. Right. And so I guess that's why we got that sort of a vibe to it. I mean, it was still like a a fun kind of vibe to a lot of a lot of the challenges. But yeah. It wasn't wasn't too Survivor. But I mean, I'm not taking anything away from the producers that worked no. on it because they did a, a brilliant job yeah. and they. Should take all the credit for an incredible show as yeah. well. Should oh, housemates? Mate, I, 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 I love the producers. Everyone on that show, I've got no complaints with. I had, I had the best time with the producers. They're always lovely to me. And uh, like even when I was evicted and stuff like that, good chats. All the team, the wellness team, fantastic. Yeah, that's cool. What would be the highlight for you in the whole series? Oh, for me personally, being um, locked in a box. <laughs> no, actually, not being locked in a box. I had so many. There were so many good moments that people didn't get to see. Um, and which is really unfortunate. Like the public didn't get to see the massive personalities in the house. Like I was just saying, like one night that we did this like um, theater sports games, mm. we just made up like, characters and and played them. Like mm. me and Garth were married, we were married gay couple. Not a far stretch for Garth, obviously, but <laughs> it was you know we were a married. Fantasy for you, more so. Yeah, <laughs> easy because I was married. <laughs> um, but yeah, we just had, you know, played games. Sarah was our daughter and she wanted to know about sex for the first time. And we just got thrown into the theater sports arena and we all had a go at it. And it was just a real fun night. Then they mm. didn't show any of that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, that, that, that's the stuff that you really miss. That, yeah. that big brother up late kind of thing where there's yeah. a, a live stream yeah. and, 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 you know, you get to know the personalities. You, you, you see them, you know, uncut, unadulterated yeah. sort of kind of shows. So yeah. fingers crossed that it, it'd be really interesting to see what... Channel Seven and uh, and Endemol come up with next year. Where the characters here? Endemol like, Shine. Yeah, Endemol Shine. Where were the new guys from? Um, that they, I don't know where they had the basin from during COVID. I don't know how they like got a whole team of new housemates from what state and mm. how they had to sort of I guess put them somewhere mm. for the for the auditions. Have you had people reach out to you and go, "Hey, I'm auditioning. Yeah. How do well, I do it? How did you get on?" Not even that. I've had people ring me and say, "I've got through the first stage mm. i'm doing this i'm doing that like a lot of friends of friends or people just like hitting me up on messenger wanting to talk and let me know if it's a good idea or how they edited it and all that sort of stuff because obviously this show's 
heavily edited, like mm. even though it's a TV show, but it's heavily edited. So, you know, people are concerned about what sort of uh, character they'll get edited as, mm. you know. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you, you can say a hundred horrible things in a day mm. and a hundred great things, but if they edit all the horrible things together and yeah. they play them in one shot, you look yeah. like Adolf Hitler. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it was funny. We always laugh. I always laugh at my last, my last um, night in the house uh, because in the 15 minutes that Sonya's this big dramatic music and Sonya's mm. like, Oh, and there's one person that changed their mind the last 15 minutes and it was Shane trying to swing, get Matt under the bus, which is not true. I just, I knew I was going to vote for Matt as soon as he was up because he was at threat. Yeah. But in that last 15 minutes, it's me like at one shot, I've got a shirt on. One shot, I don't have a shirt on. Next minute, I've got my hair done. Next minute, I'm not shaved. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was funny that last 15 minute editor of me. Yeah. But you, you see that the general public don't go. Yeah, I know. Oh, he's wearing different stuff. They yeah, go, no. oh, yeah, he's a bastard. Yeah, he's an asshole. <laughs> get, that, get that guy out of there. Oh, mate, Broken Hill hated me. I was getting... I was Broken getting Hill gone. sending you hate mail. Like hate mail from Broken Don't Hill. Don't go to Broken Hill. You well, get broken. Well, Matty had to calm Broken Hill down for me and go, listen... Listen, stop. Broken Hill. Yeah, calm he's down. He's okay. He's all right. He's <laughs> he all right. He had a town meeting. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> at the town hall. Because he, he was an interesting character in there. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously, you know, following him on Instagram after and seeing yeah. a different side to his personality... He uh, was on a few other shows before Big Which Brother. He didn't I, mention. I, I, he didn't mention that, no. and, and and maybe the producers told him not to mention yeah. that. But I, I I thought that was fascinating because yeah. he he painted the picture in the house as just a country bloke, yeah. you know, yeah. working in the mines. I don't really do this TV shit. Yeah. And then hang on a minute, yeah. he was on. Have you been paying attention? Or one, one of those, <laughs> yeah. what shows was he on? Oh mate, he's been on a few. He's been on, it's like a, it's a list of shows, like the Brain. <laughs> Is brain he an actor? Like what yeah, the hell? I don't, I don't know. He's come out of somewhere. <laughs> he was a plant. Yeah, I know, mate. But there's so many things like that those backstories aren't really justified either like i remember watching angie's um i've come from kenya with one suitcase story and then all of a sudden she tells us well she was a multi-millionaire in kenya and had servants and she doesn't do shit like that i said you came to australia with one suitcase full of gold bars you know what i mean so it's like oh i just went no mate as soon as she was saying she was a multi-millionaire and that i was like oh well that's a good edit that explains a bit of her personality, yeah, I guess, a little the bit, way she yeah. was. Yeah, so, you know, a bit of, uh, I guess she grew up in a privileged lifestyle, mm. you know what I mean? So, so you've uh, been talking to the gang, obviously, on, yeah. on Snapchat or whatever it is. Yeah, and- we talked, we still, we, we're all still in contact, you know mm. what I mean? Like, all of us are still really close, majority of us anyway. Like, mm. uh, Talia was up here last Sunday, we went out for drinks with mm. Dave Eastgate. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. So that was how does he? Does she know Dave Eastgate? No, comedian. Dave Eastgate came with because oh, uh, yeah. So oh. I don't know how that all happens. A couple of boys from Movie World, yeah. like my cousins Tommy G, the MC. They all know each other from the FMX and whatever. They all got together, watched the fights, the UFC fights, and yeah, had a few beers and just got together at the Islander. Right, it was nice. And Talia would just happen to be in town, so I just yeah, invited yeah, right. her. So and you, you watch a bit of UFC? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good last Sunday, the Sunday before. Yeah, it was fun. It was, it was good to watch. It was quicker than I thought it'd be. Yes. Yeah, it was. It was, uh, yeah, I thought, I voted, oh, well, I put bets on, sports bet. Um, <laughs> just to hey, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you have a sponsor? I don't I even mean, have a sponsor it, and it's my show. I thought I'd wear this shirt today. Just Hang on a minute. Yeah, where's my free t-shirt yeah, no, this, this space for hire yeah, advertised is... here on these boobies yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i just i, I thought it was going to go five rounds but it just didn't so yeah, yeah no, it, was, it was an awesome fight yeah. I, I rocked up to my friend's place and and he said yeah man come over i've got the ufc on and i was at Cherm side over the other side of town and and, and i could have watched it where i was but i said oh no my mate you would have paid for it yeah. i rocked up he goes oh i didn't pay for it and I, I thought you could just pay on the day and i'm like 
So you haven't got it. So we're we're looking online to see. We went through all of the different streaming services. No one, no one, you could pay to like get it that yeah. hour that day. And I think he ended up going on Reddit or something oh, yeah, like that. Right. And and I think it's like a. Am I giving away stuff that I probably shouldn't be saying? Um, but, <laughs> but, but like it, it, like an, a half an hour after the actual fight, yeah. some some legend puts yeah. it up on Reddit and, 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 and like, I was a hero. Yeah. It's like, we could all watch it. Mind yeah. you, we had a crowd around my phone to watch it. Yeah, that's fine. It's <laughs> we still got to see it. I mean, my phone's that big and yeah. that's, that's the size of the, the plasma screen the TV over yeah. there. So. Um, what's the sports thing you're doing? Oh, the sports thing. Yeah, I remember. I'm, uh, I'm, I'll interview you. Oh, well, <laughs> so uh, I'll ask yes. you some questions. Uh, I'm just actually helping out a uh, a few sporty friends yeah. who are doing a uh, couple. It's a it's a a vodcast like yeah. like this. Uh, Rico Gear, who is an ex All Black, mm-hmm. he has a show called The Ruck. Yes, and I'm, I watched the I'm, old thing with that uh, your interview. I did do an interview yeah, with him interview. on the mic. That, yeah. was, that was my show, but yeah. he's got a show on 11sports.net yeah. uh, where he's basically interviewing Wallabies, ex All Blacks, oh, okay. and talking about the competition. Um, Jesse Williams, who is the uh, Indigenous kid from up at Thursday Island, yeah, and I think it's Thursday Island. Yeah, I should know that because we've become friends. <laughs> and, and and he. Um, he played in two Super Bowls and yeah. one of the Super Bowls they won yeah, uh, for the Seattle Seahawks. He's a photographer now. And now he's a photographer, yeah. yeah. And yeah. he's uh, doing some amazing photography yeah. work and he's an artist. And But anyway, he, he has an NFL show that's probably going to spin off into more of a uh, sport kind of chat show. Uh, we've got, a, got cricket shows and uh, tennis show and an NFL, and sorry, and an a- NRL and an AFL show. So yeah, there's a lot happening. But I wasn't really going to tell people that. I was just sort of keeping that quiet. But I, Sorry. I, that's right. You let the cat out of the bag. Oh, well, you got was, the exclusive on my show. So there was, there was. I was just trying to pitch myself for that little demographic of surfing. There's a little surfing spot for I Shane think we over need, there. We need a surfing show. We do. Yeah. What we would do. you call it? Uh, surfing with Shane. Surfing with Shane. <laughs> Shaka Shane. Well, ev- every show is called. Um, you know, the Ruck is yep. the, uh, the, yep. the rugby show. What about the green room? The the take. The it's all the, the green room. Yeah. The web. But it, it's oh. got it's got to have a the in front of it the 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 web the surf yeah. the dump yeah the dump the dump <laughs> the doesn't dump. sound nice. <laughs> have you seen that new show Rivals that yes. they're playing on uh, Saturday afternoon yeah. Surfing Australia putting it together yeah. Chris Marta the new CEO he's come in there and he's absolutely trailblazing surfing around the world not just Australia setting up wave pools around the countries and this TV show where people competing against each other. What do you think? I reckon it's unbelievable. I've been watching the rivals. I reckon it's such a great concept and seeing the old school surfers um, compete and stuff like that and just talk about their favorite waves and their best and their local spots as well. It's unbelievable. Bit of sledging going on. So much sledging. It's so good. <laughs> that makes it so good to watch. Yeah, it is so and good. So, Channel 9 obviously... Uh, you know, well done for putting on a good show. But where has the time slot, Channel Nine? Yeah, I know. It needs to be a little bit like maybe seven, eight, nine o'clock at night. Yeah, put it on the evening. I reckon people, you get more of a, an audience anyway. Because I mean, the guys that you want to target are out surfing at that stage. Yeah. So, <laughs> you yeah. you... especially the surf. Maybe they just play the show on Channel Nine if the surf's yeah. crap. Well, the surf's pumping today. It's yeah. uh, it's and yesterday. So um, it's supposed to go northerly tomorrow. But yeah, today, yesterday, and today, it's good. How many boards you got? About 11. 11? Yeah, about 11. So I have none. I need a board. You can come down and borrow any one of mine anytime. Oh, really? Whereabouts are you living on the coast? Tweed Heads. Oh, yeah, cool. That's right. Yeah. Um, how far from the beach? Um, about a K back from Kira. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's nice. Nice. nice Did you ever compete? Walk. No. Hey, not that no, good. I'm not that good. 
No, yeah. no. Nah, nah. I'm actually a pretty average surfer when it comes to surfing. So especially down that area, everyone rips down where I live. Mm. I started surfing pretty late in life, actually. I wasn't uh, born into the, the beach culture. Like, mm. uh, I grew up on the south side of Brisbane. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I wasn't, uh, I wasn't uh, really a uh, surf culture the for 4170. me. 4170. Yeah. Actually, Jesse, who I was talking about before, Jesse Williams, the NFL player, he's got 4170 tattooed on his face. Right. He's got a lot of tattoos, though. Yeah, right. That's tattooed. in case he falls asleep and someone knows where to send him, I guess. Yeah. I've got Made in Australia tattooed my ass for the same reason. When I Bullshit. Used to, dead set. I used Because I used to fall asleep in barley face down all the time, so I thought if I fell down, they'd take me to do that, a consulate. If I was unconscious. Whereabouts is it on your ass? Just on the top cheek here. Do you want to see it? Yeah. All right. It's the internet. We can show stuff like that. Can we? Oh, yeah. Let's have a look. Make sure it's the right shoot. I'm not losing the dream on that side. <laughs> oh, there it is. Made in Australia. <laughs> it's quite bushy in Australia, isn't it? <laughs> oh, what else over here? Living the dream. <laughs> But it looks like I win the dream because I'm because uh, I got it done in Bali. <laughs> oh, living the dream. <laughs> it's bushy down in there. Well, you see everything in this show, don't you? Ah, welcome. You're welcome. That shows for free. <laughs> nice. Uh, thank you. That's thank you. good. Yeah. Um, thank you for showing us your ass. I'm no just worries. a little bit flustered now. I don't, Sorry, don't, don't really know which direction to take the interview in. Well, well I, was, I was interviewing you, actually. So yeah, that's I right. You were too. So I, I forgot whether it was my show or your sports, show. Sports. Sports. Wasn't, wasn't, wasn't sure what the hell was going on. Uh, so we, we've obviously covered your, your time on Big Brother. Yeah. We, we've talked about your new show, the reality yeah. show with Lizzie Cantor. Yeah, your time circle. as a celebrant. Where can people hire you if you've got any celebrant gigs coming up? So we've up? got, um, at the moment, I've changed it up to call, the new business is called The Celebrant Circle. Yeah. So just go online, have Google Celebrant Circle and check it out. And there's heaps of celebrants there. There's an array of celebrants, a plethora, if you will. I'll see you teamed up with the whole stack of yeah, guys. Yeah, right. so all the, all the good ones. Hmm. So we can, um, yeah, just start sharing weddings and, you know, instead of competing, work together. And, yeah, so uh, we've just got one sub, one website called The Celebrant Circle. So well, check it out. Uh, well, that's good because you'd all have a, a certain rate then rather than, you know, someone coming in that's like 50 bucks yeah. and one guy that's 10 grand. And yeah, exactly. So we're all sort of the same same rate so you can get us. And um, the good thing is if one's booked, there's, there's, there's heaps of different variations of uh, celebrants you can, you can hire, which is awesome. Yeah, nice. So, yeah. Cool. Where's that website? Where do they go? So the Celebrant Circle. And where do they follow you? Where does everyone find you? Uh, Shane Vincent Celebrant on Instagram, if you want to follow me there as For well. lots of fun and games. Shane right. Vincent Celebrant. 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 Yeah. Shane Vincent Celebrant. Yeah. And if you want to check me out on the new surfing... Um... Oh, <laughs> the dump. The dump. I don't think we're calling it the dump. I think we need to come up with a better name than the dump. The green room. I like yeah. the green room. The green room is nice. When you're in a barrel. Yeah, yeah it's nice. Have yeah. you seen some of the uh, the new wave pools that are opening up around Amazing. Australia? I heard a rumor that one's opening on the Gold Coast quite close to the Gold Coast. Yeah. Inland. Very so, soon. Very soon. So we're not talking about wet and wild. No, it's inland from wet and wild. It's mm. even closer to the beach than I thought. You know, there's a, uh, and I probably shouldn't be saying this on the show because, yeah. you know, I hear, I hear things and <laughs> yeah. they're top secret, but uh, people wouldn't have told me if they didn't want to get out because they know I have a big mouth. Uh, but a friend of mine who works in Singleton, um, he works a lot in the mines there and, and uh, is helping them figure out what to do with the mines yeah. once, once they're not using the space. There's a bit dirty, big hole in the ground, looking at building wave pools. And, and, and building up a, like a, a regional tourism industry with some of the biggest wave pools in the world. So That's you can amazing. go into wine country 
and <laughs> go drinking wine and, and tasting at night and then go surfing. I mean, you can do that in the Margaret River in Australia, of course, but yeah. it'd be uh, cool to do that in the Hunter less, Valley. Less no sharks. surf, <laughs> no surf in Newcastle. So you just drive inland for an hour and a half. Yeah. Wave pool. Get drunk. Get drunk and go surfing and wind. Well, get drunk and surf. Kelly Slater really broke the ground with with his uh, surf ranch. Yeah, but the thing is, I've seen the one that Oki's got going. If you've just joined the show <laughs> and you're wondering what's going on, <laughs> I don't know what he does with Oki in his spare time. But uh, it's the, it's the they're just pump. good friends. The... <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Yeah, I know the, the big pendulum that yeah, just that, drops that, in the water and just makes and a big splash and so everyone surfs it. I was talking to Dingo Morrison recently, and he and he um, he showed me pictures of his phone. He helicoptered up there to Rockhampton, where it is. And he was showing me that um, there's five different breaks around this pendulum thing that forms waves. And he said, mm. there's like heaps of waves, like 2,000 an hour or something like that. Ridiculous. Like That's pretty good. Yeah, so there's just like heaps of waves, heaps of uh, beginner waves, mm. intermediate waves, advanced level waves. Um, yeah, he says it's amazing. So they're going to try get that concept and move it down the coast. I'm assuming. I wonder if they'll ever build a big wave pool. Like... Like a like, like a twenty big, foot big big wave. Eddie Ico big big <laughs> massive Hawaii wave pool. How would they possibly do that? It's just a bigger pendulum. Who knows, man? Yeah, know. Like they, there's a lot of cruise ships that no one's using at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they just pick them up and just dump Dropping them in the out. water. And maybe, just... maybe one of these big mines. <laughs> yeah. They could. Yeah, I know. That could be the way it heads. Yeah, there you go. Big wave, big wave riding mm. in Singleton. Have you surfed in Hawaii? No. That's pretty cool. No, I've never surfed Hawaii. I've, Take a big long board because yeah. the tides there are ridiculous. Yeah, right. Like you've seen all those surf movies in Hawaii. They're always on the big long. Yeah. That's because they are paddling for a long time yeah. to get to their actual waves. Yeah, right. I stupidly took my 6'2 thruster yeah. and thought that I'd be okay yeah. and just spent the day paddling. Yeah, right. Basically. Yeah, nice. We're going to hang out with a guy called Jamie O'Brien. Oh, yeah, I know Jamie. Yeah. Well, I don't know Jamie O'Brien, but I know of Jamie O'Brien. Yeah, yeah. And, and there was, wasn't was a lot of surf that day. Yeah. Uh, he lives in Pipeline. Yeah. It, was, it was flat. Yeah. Uh, mind you, I still paddled out so I could say that I surfed the pipe. Yeah, that's good. And uh, and he took us, uh, oh, what do you call it? What's the board that pops out of, out of the water? It's got like a, a foil board. A foil board. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you basically get towed along behind a jet ski. Yeah. Foil board pops out of the water and you just get on a ripple and you can just go, like this one guy that, that did it between islands apparently yeah, right. and just, just followed a ripple of a, a the swell. What's the concept? I don't know. The, the I've, I've never done it, so I don't know whether it's, is it like that? Like, do you have to move your body? Like, you know. What like I mean? what? Do you have to go like lean into it? You know what I mean? Like forward, back, forward, back motion to get the, the foil. Yeah, yeah, I just want to see you do that more. <laughs> I love your movements. Thank you. I, I, I was doing Hawaii there. So I, was like, I, can, I can play Hawaiian music on my nose. Yeah. Can you? You want to hear? Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you. Why did, um, how did you find that out? <laughs> I don't know. Were you in Hawaii? One night after one too many tequilas, maybe. Where someone was playing on the ukulele and you yeah. went, I can do that. I'm the, nah, no, I you, you, you got to have proper training. I'm going to didgeridoo, I think. I think I was a bit deep. So, what is your background? Uh, no, I'm Australian, mm. uh, Italian, Australian. My, my, I'm Italian on my mother's side. So yeah, my uh, grandmother was Italian and grandfather Scottish. But really, I'm just Australian. We're we're all just bitses in Australia, aren't we? Yeah, thrown together. Convicts and you yep. know, people from other countries that yep. have been escaping their countries and <laughs> <laughs> the the rough parts of the uh, 
the RSPCA Pretty much dog the pound that have just sort of thrown them all together. Yeah. And here we are. We're the mutts uh, of the world. We're, we're making the most of it. We are. We're good mutts, though. I like our country. I've been around a fair bit like through flying and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, like they say, there's no place like Australia. I think uh, there's no culture like it. And there's definitely not a, uh, a place like it, like pristine mm. beaches and rainforests and being so close to... Everything, yeah. So it's, uh, I like everyone's going so far away. We love it that way, I think. I think, yeah. it's, uh, I think, well, it's, I guess it's work for us with COVID. Yeah, it's work for us with a lot of diseases, actually. So, um, but, but I mean, if you remember SARS when, SARS when that happened, I mean, that got into Singapore and yeah. Malaysia, and they went through what we've just been through for yeah. the for the last six months. And they were more prepared for it. I mean, yeah. even Taiwan. I mean, they were, they were back in action a, a couple of months after yeah. COVID because they were constantly monitoring the mainland uh, China social media yeah. for anything that even looks like it could be yeah. an outbreak. And they were going to lockdown there. So they were, they were in lockdown in like December. Yeah. They knew that something was going on over yeah. there. So that's why they were, they were right on top of it. And then yeah. like apparently we're going to be practicing social distancing till 2021, I saw announced in Newsday. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I think it's a great idea. I think um, most things will you know be that like the way we used to live will always be different i don't mm. think it'll ever go back to completely the, the old way that we used to live there's going to be enough hand sanitizers san, hand sanitizers in um, shopping centers to last us a long time anyway so i think um it's not mm. going to go back straight yeah. away anyway I, i'm i'm just being about international flights you know yeah people love to travel i like i know i love Me to too. travel you know what i mean surf trips snowboard trips yeah. to japan and all that sort of stuff. I think that's just going to be. Mm. But I did hear a rumor that Japan's one of the first countries that will open to a open a little bubble. We got the New Zealand bubble as well. Yep. So which will be cool. At least you can go snowboarding in Japan, I guess, in mm. in February when it uh, when the snow hits. Yeah, that would be epic. It's something I've always wanted to do. How yeah. many of your friends rang you up when the the pandemic hit and go, "Hey, I've got this great idea. Let's start a hand sanitizer company." <laughs> I think most of the places that used to sell grog. Has changed into hand sanitizers. I got a friend who literally has about 180 boxes of hand sanitizer <laughs> in his garage now that he had manufactured, thinking that he was going to make millions. Yeah, how is he going? Like, Man, you got to get involved. Yeah, you could just get on the phone, just Put, make some calls. Yeah. Look, I just made 40 grand. Like, come on, man. Well, mate, Kelly, you didn't. That's 40 bucks. Yeah, you didn't make that much. Yeah, no, nah, I don't know. I don't know whether because, like everything, everything just sort of flooded the market. So everyone, you know, had a hand sanitizer all of a sudden. So. Yeah, and the market's flooded with hands. Did you think that you had COVID at any stage? I always, every time I sneeze lately, I think I've got COVID. So, yeah, um, especially like, because we, we didn't know what COVID was. We were in the house. I didn't know what COVID was. I got out of lockdown and went straight into lockdown into the bloody house. And then I was stuck in home schooling the kids and stuff like that when I got out. I reckon I had it. Did you? Yeah, so when the Ruby Princess was docked, at Sydney Harbour. Were you in the Ruby Princess? Uh, no, well, may as well have been <laughs> because I was down there at Circular Quay helping launch the new light rail system going yeah. from Circular Quay right through the middle of Sydney. So I was dressed as this army soldier and we were doing these sort of um, flash mob kind of drills to tell everyone right. to, you know, be careful on the tram and watch watch for trams and everything like that. But really, we should have been saying, stand away <laughs> from each other and watch out for freaking COVID because you could die. And a lot of people died. And, yeah. and I think there was a... Um, a survey the other day that uh, some research, a study that said that something like 60% of the outbreaks in Australia ended up coming from that yeah, boat. that one boat. And so I remember feeling really, really sick like a few days after the boat was there and didn't know any, what even what COVID was. It wasn't on my radar. And I remember, because I've been sick for like five years yeah. and I just went 
didn't a bit of a cough went and home lay down for a couple of days and then i was fine yeah. so i potentially think i might have had it and oh and the, the people who i was staying with they got sick too oh and i thought i wonder if they caught that off me and yeah. and, and the girl who i was staying with she's a doctor and she goes i think we had COVID. i'm like oh, what wow. really did you test yourself she goes no i'm a doctor i'm pretty sure it felt a bit different i yeah. don't think it was the flu and i'm yeah. like whoa <laughs> i heard the i haven't done, i haven't done the test but i've heard it's quite like invasive in the, in the in the nasal yeah. passage, it goes straight to your brain. Yeah, they pull this long cotton bud, they shove it straight up your schnoz. Yeah. No, Have I you don't... seen the people on the news? They go on the drive thing. They're sitting they're sitting there, and some person in all the full hazmat suit just goes and shoves it, and then the car just. Goes, <laughs> 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 it reminds me of that like Total Recall when they're pulling that thing out of Harvey's nose. <laughs> Get your ass to Mars. <laughs> Fire out, so, man. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, I think we've covered it all. I think we have. How long have we been talking for? 50? 55. 55? Pretty good. I think we've had a good old chat. Any sponsors you'd like to thank? Like Livin? Did you oh. get the hat for free or the pants? No, just, a- well, any Livin, other stuff? Livin's always, been a, Livin's always been a nice uh, like um, a company or a charity that I sort of get behind anyway. Like, Who are they? So Livin's uh, like a company that deals with mental illness, like especially when, in males. Like it, it's mm. called like their slogans, it ain't weak to speak. So, um, yeah, and they, they deal with a lot of, um, yeah, just male sort of, uh, mental health issues, mm-hmm. um, stemming from anything really from suicide to mm-hmm. just not coping. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, they, they, they're really, really, really great, right. Like, um, supportive sort of network that, um, so you're like an ambassador for them. Um, they do. I like to just promote their, their name mm-hmm. and the namesake. Cause, um, like, like a lot of people, like I've, everyone's been through a bit of mental mm. illness in their life. I've, I've spoken about this openly anyway. I've massive, massive advocate for mental health professionals. And um, mm. I, I believe that um, they're there for reasons um, mm. and they they do they do really help. So We're taking it more seriously now. I mean, years ago, it was like, oh, fucking harden yeah, up. It was. You know, it, it, I think people are seeing it more now. There's not something, something's wrong with you. Yeah. They just say, you know, oh, like you pulled a hammy or, yeah. you know, you've got something you just need to fix. Yeah, you, exactly. you, you need to seek medical help because there's yeah. people who have actually studied this for 10 years and worked yeah. with other people in the same situation and they can help you get back on your feet and, and be right as rain and happy little person the next day exactly i mean it's it's not um it's 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 more like anything it's like a build-up you know mm. what i mean and if you if you don't talk about stuff and, and get it off your chest mm. it's uh it's it's so easy that, that mm. you feel like the the world's mm. caving in on you yeah. sometimes and you're in a dark room and you're alone and then and then all it needs is like a, a little light mm. shining in sometimes that's uh, uh a health professional that can mm. open the doors for you mm. and all of a sudden you feel so much you're not a big sissy for talking about your problems at all and, and i no. think i think um you know men and and people in general in society are now talking about their their problems and their issues whatever they may be yeah. and and it, it's it's organizations like living and uh my brother lucas goldman yeah. he started a podcast called skip this podcast oh, yeah? they say at the start hey uh, this is a mental health podcast uh we talk about men's problems and if you're not into that skip this podcast <laughs> <laughs> It's great. I yeah, love it. And so. uh, they did a big fundraiser the other yeah. day where they did a, a workout day at a local gym that yeah. went, went all day and raised a whole stack of money. And I uh, worked with Gus Warland, oh, yeah. who uh, used to do the breakfast show at Triple M in Sydney. Yeah, yeah, and he's, yeah. he's got a mental health organization called Gotcha for Life. Yeah. And some of the stories that, that, that they tell on the, on the podcast with their friends and, uh, you know, I know Brownie, who's the co-host of the podcast, like mm. he, he contemplated suicide at one stage yeah. because of his friends and talking about it, you know, 
there's a chance that he, he wouldn't be around. He's just the loveliest guy, like funniest person you'll ever meet. Robin Williams style personality and you just never know what's going on in no, someone's head. No, like sometimes I always say like the like the biggest the bigger the smile, sometimes, you know, the 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 harder um, the, you don't know what's going on behind someone's smile. Sometimes they're just smiling to, to glaze through a problem. You know, some people just laugh and smile through everything. And, you know, it takes like someone to ask, you know, are you all right? Mm. You know, what's going on in your life to, mm. to stop them from probably, you know, mm. contemplating doing something, you know, that they can't, they mm. can't come back from, you mm. know, and suicide's one of those things mm. that you can't come back from. It's a kind of a, a finale, you know, a final decision and, Unfortunately, um, yeah, it does happen a lot. You've had a few rough times in your life where you've dealt with it. How yeah. did you get over it? And how would you ex- explain to someone out there that might be going through it right now to, to get over it? Yeah, I've on. had a couple of rough things, but the, the, the most, the most, the, the, the hardest thing for me was um, just admitting it as well, like admitting that I needed help. Like, and after you after you get to that point that you you realise you do need help, and you, it's not just going down with your mates and smack and piss at a bar or going out for a game of golf and never hearing from them again. You know, it just, it takes time, you know what I mean? And you do get these sessions and you go through them and you speak to a professional mm-hmm. and um, yeah, uh, over time and you know, they, they, they do dig deep and find out about your problems. But mm-hmm. you know, if you're willing to divulge your problems to someone, a stranger, mm-hmm. um, you'll, uh, you'll definitely, it'll definitely be beneficial for you yeah because sometimes if if you've got a lot of things going on in your head and it's really getting you down when you verbalize them and start talking to them you go oh actually that that does sound quite ridiculous i, sh- I really shouldn't be upset about that yeah. <laughs> and then you can just move on yeah you can and 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 then obviously there's there's things that happen in people's lives and not just mine but everybody's that mm-hmm. you can um that are big roadblocks and you can't mm-hmm. get past unless you um and you, you do verbalize mm-hmm. them to someone and then once that happens, and you can just start smiling and mm. keep kicking goals. I love how many organisations there are now that are, oh, are so jumping many. on the bandwagon and and you know promoting mental health yep. and getting men to talk about their problems, yep. women to talk about their problems, yep. people talking about what they've been through. Yep. I mean, Movember's obviously been around for a long time, Massive, and, yep. and and they do a great job. So yeah, thank you, yep. Living, and and uh, keep up the good Movember, work. Movember, Beyond Blue, no dramas. Let's get into them, mate. Mm. But, uh, yeah, thanks, uh, thanks for being there, helping helping us. Uh, you know, get through it. Helping you get through life. Yes. Yes. And helping Oki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not great. With his pendulum thing to go surfing. Let's go for a surf with Oki right yeah, now. I'm gonna go down and surf anyway. I'm gonna I'm gonna get back down there this afternoon and have a wave. Good on you, dude. Thank you. Mate. Thanks for driving up to Brisbane no all the way worries. from Tweed. No worries. You got some other stuff to do here. I hope we weren't the only thing you came up here for. No, I might have to stop and see Dad. I haven't seen him in about six months. Oh, nice. So, you know, been in the bubble. That's so good. I'll go up and say good day and maybe you can buy me lunch. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching. Thank you, Australian Online News. Go to australianonlinenews.com.au if you'd like to uh, watch the episodes or on the mic.com. Uh, and check out brisbanestudios.tv where you can hire this studio or Edward Street, the city, if you want to uh, film yourself a little corporate video. That's where we film a lot of those shows that I was talking about before. Uh, the Rock, The Take, and a whole heap of sports shows. At the a Green show. Room's coming The Green up. Room coming soon yes. with, with Shaka Shino. Um, so thank you to them and thank you to BSG a Brisbane Sound Group brizsound.com.au uh, they've got all the gear if you want to do a podcast you know the, the road podcaster they've got these short mics any, anything that you need to start up a show uh, or if you want to become a DJ uh, go to brizsound.com.au talk to Josh and the team at Briz Sound Brisbane Sound Group cheers man these are great mics they're beautiful mics aren't they especially when you talk with a deep 
grovelly voice. How how good is oh, your how voice? How is this can, the golden voice box over here? Can you do this? Uh, doesn't it? Like you, he's you, like. Let's hear. Let's hear yours. Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bad Girls. <laughs> Did you ever have that job? Yeah, I actually did it when I was 18 years old. Oh, no. Delete this interview. I'll do do, do my bad girl singing. Yeah, gentlemen, welcome to Bad Girls. It's Friday night. We've got the very sexy Mike Goldman up on stage. That's right, ladies. Come on down. Give him five bucks. He'll give you some personal attention. Not that I've been to a strip club. But they always sound like they're the rocket yeah. DJ from that, the 1950s. Right. So it's on countdown. That's right. Come, Come on down, you. guys. That's right. That's right. Giddy up, giddy up. Stop it or I'll give you a lap dance. <laughs> It'll cost you. Good on you. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Thank Shaka Thank you. Awesome, dude. Cheers, mate. That's great. It's fun. Oh, man, you could talk. It's a very uh, different interview to oh, yeah. compared to the last one, isn't it? Oh, yeah. what Little was tiny. It? Like,